0: Tour last night, so the gang and I thought that it would be groovy if we summon up the posse and dumb bush the movie. I got Angie, Jeff got Tina, Reddy Rock got some girl I've never seen in my life that was alright though, cause the lady was chill. Then we dipped to the theater, set to ill, buggin', co having a ball. And something about Elm Street was the movie we saw The way it started was decent, you know, nothing real fancy About this homeboy named Fred and this girl named Nancy But word, when it was over, I said, yo, that was death And everything seemed alright when we left But when I got home and laid down to sleep That began the nightmare on my street In my room, like an oven, my bed so was sweating. Man, I was bugging. I checked the clock, it had stopped at 12.30 It had melted, it was so darn hot, and I was thirsty. I wanted something cool to quench my thirst. I thought to myself, yo, this heat is the worst. But when I got downstairs, I noticed something was wrong. I was home all alone, but the TV was on. I thought nothing of it as I grabbed the remote. I pushed the power button and then I almost choked when I heard this awful voice coming from behind. It said, you Man, I ain't even wait to see who it was. Broke inside in my drawers and screamed so long, cuz got halfway up the block. I calmed down and stopped screaming and thought, Oh, I get it. I must be gaming. I strolled back home with the grill on my grill. I figured since this is a dream, I might as well get ill. I walked in the house. To Friends. But Freddy killed all that noise real quick He grabbed me by my neck and said Here's what we'll do We got a lot of work here Me and you The souls of your friends You and I who claim. You've got the body And I got the brain I said yo Fred I think you got me all wrong I ain't partners with nobody with nails that long Look I'll be honest man This team won't work The girls won't be on you Fred your face is all burnt got mad and his head started steaming But I thought, what the hell, I'm only dreaming I said, please leave Fred so I can get some sleep But give me a call and maybe we'll hang out next week I pat him on the shoulder said, thanks for stopping by Then I opened up the door and said, take care, guy He got mad, drew back his arm and slashed my shirt I laughed at first and thought, hold up, that hurt It wasn't a dream, man, this guy was for real I said, Freddy, uh, how, it's been an awful mistake here no for the words, and then I darted upstairs, Crashed through my door then jumped on my, bed. my bed
1: okay, that's enough, God that song is pretty long. I think it was gonna be almost five minutes, so sorry about that. I'm just gonna try to give you a little introduction into what we're gonna talk about today. If you saw boy, if you heard the song, it's obviously something scary. And I'll be corny just like everybody else. And since it's close to Halloween, we'll talk about a scary story, a ghost story. Look, guys, it ain't going to be about sex all the time because that shit even bores me. I'm around sex all the time when it comes to pictures and videos and conversations I have with people, all that stuff. So it can't be sex 24-7 because it gets boring, right? <clears throat> but what I'm going to talk about is
2: ghost. And shit's scary. Scary as fuck. I um I saw one
1: when I was in Texas. And of course it had to be Texas. Texas is I guess is that kind of place, a lot of violence in the past and it would not. And I had not thought about this for years because I just shut it. I completely shut it out of my brain. And uh I had told that story to my son many years ago and he sent me a link and I basically shit my pants again because <laughs> it brought back everything that I had in me. Now, no, no fault of his own because me and him always communicating, and we talk and, and, it actually helped. So it didn't, it didn't do me any harm, but it just definitely brought me back to that place that I don't really wish upon anybody you my worst enemy, but it was pretty bad. It was, it was, it was pretty bad, but I'm not going to hit you with the story. I'm going to hit you with a couple of things before I hit you with the story. Just, just be patient, please. Cause I think all of us have a ghost story, whatever, if we believe in God or religion or all that stuff, uh, but sometimes we see some things that they don't make any sense. They don't compute. They don't make any logic. And it makes you question, like, what, what's out there? Like, what if you, you start questioning your own, I guess, beliefs in things? Like, should I believe in this? Should I not believe in this? Or like, what was that? Where where do people go when they die? Where where, where does that? <clears throat> excuse me. Where does that energy go? Because like a few years ago, my ex brother in law passed away, and he was such a beautiful person, uh, pure human being. And uh, he passed away from brain cancer. And I saw a, a brilliant young man pass away just and I was asking myself, where did that energy go? Where did that beautiful person go? Father, hard worker, responsible, you name it. And he he passed away. And I'm asking myself, well oh, shit. Like, where do we go? <laughs> where do we go after all this ends? So, you know, that's something obviously we can't answer until we actually pass away. But on episode number one, I talked about religion that I wasn't going to really talk about it because I don't believe in anything. And I don't. I'm Mexican, so I'm Catholic. Well, I was raised Catholic, baptized. Religion was not really pushed on me. Around eight, uh, I think when I was 80 years old, My mom, my dad gave me a choice if I wanted to go to church or not, and I said no. So that was pretty much it when it came to church. I still had a belief there was something there, but there was nothing structured, nothing that was I really relied upon when I was in any kind of like sadness or any peril or anything like that. Um, I lost faith. I lost faith during uh, when I was in the military. Being in combat, but not just being in combat, because being in combat, grown adults versus grown adults, it's it's just it's it's part of military. I lost faith because one time. We ran into this, I guess, village or small village or whatever. And um, I'm going to go quick to the story because it's just kind of going to put things together. There was some there was a farm, there was like a barn. And inside a barn, we heard noises and we almost lit it up until somebody opened it and there was like three girls, three little girls, I mean from eight to like three years old. And they were like Down syndrome. And the father came out of the house, where, hey, whatever. And the translator that we had was asking him, like, hey, why do you, why do you have your daughters here on this barn? Like, why you know? And this is an older guy. He's like, Well, he said his wife died and he had no idea how to take care of him. So he treated him like Animals, and I think after after witnessing that, that really affected me because, like, at least when you grow up, you're normal or quote unquote normal. At least you have a chance. You have a chance of an education to work, try to feed yourself. These girls had no chance. <laughs> they were in Iraq. They were Down syndrome. No, no one taking care of them. And I guess whatever ounce of faith I had, it was gone right there. Cause I asked myself, if there's a God, why would He even do these to these girls? Why would he even put them in this world? Why would he even who is that helping or who is that teaching the lesson to or any of that stuff? So all my faith in whatever belief in God that I had was gone. Instantly right there. And that affected me pretty much more than anything, than any combat that I saw, any killings that I saw, anything that those three little girls, even to this day, are in my mind because I think they even alive, are alive. And those are the things that people don't talk about combat. Well, people will talk about, oh, I'm a war hero, all these things that they've done, but they don't talk about the other stuff, the civilian casualties and things like that. So now that I kind of told you where my faith is, my where I'm coming from, I'm going to get into this story because. Nothing has scared me more than this. Nothing has has, I guess, made me lose contact with reality as this. Because when I witnessed this, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't. don't, don't, My mind went somewhere that I just panic, horror, fear. Anger, frustration, I guess all the emotions we can have as human beings were there together at exactly at that second when I saw that. So I'm going to set it up how it all started. Just just listen. It's interesting, like I say, and hopefully the audio is better compared to episode number three, which is shit. But um, let's go. I was married to my wife, and I was stationed in Fort Hood, Fort Hood, Texas. My wife used to live in San Antonio. And years before we were married, she she had a lawsuit. And if you know anything about lawsuits, sometimes it takes years for them to. To get any kind of compensation or things like that. So I used to work in the Fort Hood. uh, Emergency room, good old Darnell Hospital in uh, Fort Hood. And I got off work. I got off work around 11 o'clock. I worked at 3 to 11 shift. So she says, hey, let's go to San Antonio. Let's go pick up this money. Come back tomorrow morning. All right, let's go. Because I usually don't go to sleep as soon as I got off work. So you're talking about Killeen, Texas to San Antonio. So it's a little bit of a drive. I about three hours maybe. Now there's two ways you could go. You could go through the main route from, like, through Austin and that main corridor from like you know Killing, over to like Austin and San Antonio. That's like the main road. That's like the main highway. Or you have another way you could go through, which is through Johnson City. Uh, Johnson City, it's like a small little town. I guess that's where President Lyndon B Johnson was born, or or whatnot. I'm I'm not sure. I just know it's called Johnson City, and that's through Highway 281. So you take you go through. Killing to 281. And that's like the what we call the back road. I mean, it's like a two lane highway. Uh, three quarters of it is not even lit up. It's all old school fucking Texas roads. And I said, hey, let's just, let's just, um, let's just, it's kind of late and I don't want to go through 281. So we took the main road. We took the main road. It's lit. There's a lot of traffic. I could stay awake or whatever. So, Anyways, we, we drove, we drove to San Antonio and we stayed, we, 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 we got to her mom's house, which is there chilling. And I said, you know what? I don't want to drive back in the morning traffic. Why don't I just go back right now? I'm not, I'm not even tired and it's all, it's all good. I'll go home. And my ex-wife was like, no, don't leave. I, I have a bad feeling about, I have a bad feeling about you driving back. I'm like, look, I'll be fine. Just. I'm not even tired. And if I'm tired, I'll pull over. I'll get some coffee or whatever. So I, and plus I told her, I'll call, I'll call you when I get, when I get home. So I decided to go back. Now I took back, I took that road. I took that road back. And a lot of it was shut. They were doing construction at night. So I'm like, shit, I don't want to drill through construction. So I said, fuck it. I'll take the back road. So I took the back road and it was pretty much smooth sailing. There's hardly any traffic. So I'm driving. You're talking about two and a half, almost three hours of nothingness. Every two minutes, three minutes, maybe you'll see another car on the opposite way, or maybe somebody behind you passes you up. But it's, you know, Texas country. If you look at the map on Google or whatever, just look at Highway 281 or Road 281. But I believe it was Highway 281. Sorry if I'm sketchy about the details, but a lot of this shit I did. (laughs) I did try to get rid of it and I'm trying to remember the details, but I'll just stick with the story. So I'm driving and I start getting tired because we're talking about. Three in the morning, maybe. And I don't know if you know about three in the morning. People say that's the witch now or whatever that is. So I'm driving and I'm getting tired. I rolled the window down, I turned the AC on, I had the radio up, and I'm I'm veering off the road. You know, I I, I feel myself kind of going off the road a couple of times. I pulled over at a gas station, got something to drink. There was no Red Bull back then, so, so I had some coffee, went to the bathroom, whatever, walked around the car, like, all right, cool, I'm good. So I started driving again. So I started driving again, and sure enough, within 15, 20 minutes, the same shit happens. I'm passing out. I'm falling asleep. And This time it was more severe. Coffee wasn't kicking in. I mean, I felt like I couldn't even close my eyes because every time I closed my eyes, like that was it. I was falling asleep. And this one time I actually did go off the road. Uh, and I stopped the car and I'm like, fuck, bro. <laughs> you know, like just, just, want to suck it up? You won't go in. So I keep driving, and then I hit the part of 281 that there's no lights. There was like no street lights, no no highway lights, nothing. It's just your fucking headlights, and that's it. Your headlights and your rear lights in the back. It's so dark that even when you look in your rearview mirror, you see the the brightness of your just your red lights of your car. So I'm driving, and then I notice like, huh. Where else are all where's all the cars at? Because <laughs> there is no cars. I ain't see no cars coming for a good 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. I'm, I'm, so I'm trying to think logically. Well, it's three, four in the morning, you know. Nobody's really driving back roads this late. So I'll just suck it up, keep on going. <sighs> this is the part I hate. <laughs> I'm starting to get chills and little prickly things in the back of my neck. So I'm driving. And I fell asleep. I fell asleep and I ended up being on the opposite side of the road. And I went off the road on that side and I went back all the way to the right. And thankfully there's no cars because I, you know, I just imagine driving in one lane. There is no middle lane. There's no medium in the lane. There's nothing to separate the roads. It's just a two-way, two way to, um, uh, anyways, it's a road which is with two lanes. There we go up in north and south. So I went all the way and I went all the way back to my lane. I'm like, fuck, dude. So I'm like, okay, I, I just, I'm not that far. Maybe I'm like maybe two hours away or an hour and a half away and I, I can do it. So this time I'm driving and I focused even more. My eyes were wide open and I'm driving. And in the
2: distance, I see something. And I'm like, well, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what is that?
1: so I'm driving I'm getting closer to it, and i still can't I still can't tell what it is i i, I thought maybe it was some debris or I don't know, so I keep on getting closer I'm keep on driving to it. I'm talking about maybe like uh maybe like a mile away when I first saw something on the road, <laughs> and I'm driving half a mile getting closer. Maybe at the quarter mile point I saw, holy shit, there's a person in the middle of the road. And it's so imagine just a person in the middle of the road, walking towards you, not looking really at you, just looking forward. Now that's where my brain really starts to fucking, you know, my brain just started going in all cylinders like, okay, okay. Think. Where's the logic in this? Where's the, why is that person here? And I'm looking around, okay? There's no houses around here, so check. <laughs> Maybe there's a car accident. Well, I don't see any blood or, or clothing and tatters, so check. To, you know, I'm just checking things off my fucking, I was a medic in the army and we used to do we used to rule things out. So when somebody will come into the emergency room, we will rule things out. You know, just say, are they breathing or, or like just different, whatever that was wrong with them, we will just rule it out to try to get a diagnosis of what was wrong with them. So that's where my mind went. My mind went into ruling things out. Okay, well, there's no houses around here. I don't see any car accidents or I don't see any people walking around here i don't see her full of blood or nothing i don't see this person so all the checks that i had in my brain ran out and you're talking about seconds here i'm thinking this almost like in slow motion because that's exactly where time went for me it went like into a slow motion kind of thing like basically like time stopped because there's no lights there's no posing cars coming my way i mean the radio signals You know, I think you can only get like religious radio station in this part of the country. And I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, what is that? So when I got pretty close to it, I saw that it was like an old lady. And look, I'm sure I'm going to get the whole Yorona speech. I'm going to get all this, you know, that, that whole lady in white stories. Everybody has them. But I saw it.
2: And definitely you saw her or or it or whatever you want
1: to call it. It was a lady. Long gray hair. White dress, immaculate white dress, almost looked like a wedding dress, but it could have been a dress from like the 1800s. So it was one of those situations. Walking right at right towards me, like walking, like. Just just walking, like kind of strolling in the middle of the road. Her arms were not swinging. She wasn't like, she didn't look in pain. She didn't look in any distress or anything. It was just a lady walking at 3.30 4 in the morning on 281 in fucking Texas.
2: So I
1: fucking lost it. The fear that came over me, the horror that came over me, because any kind of ounce of logic that I had to make an excuse for this thing being in the middle of the road, I ran out. There was no, there was no excuse or reason or anything for that person to be there. So the fear that I had, like, Oh shit, I don't believe in God. I don't believe in religion, but why is this person here? What is this? Is it an angel? Is it a demon? I said, spirit, what is it? So what I did, I went off the road to avoid hitting her because again she was in the middle. So I kind of I, I went to my right and then I went back to my to my left. So I looked in my rear view mirror. And as I looked to my rear view mirror, like her whole head like turned around to face me again. So, I mean, not not like the exorcist. I'm not being dumb like that. Like she hurt, but like, you know, her shoulders and her head, she made like a movement to look back at me. And again, it was so dark, I could see it with my fucking brake lights, my my red lights in the back of the car. And I I think I almost passed out. Cause look, I've had bullets shot at me. I mean, like, you know, bullets like you watch in war movies when you hear like, You hear that zoom, zoom, you know, past your ears. That was not 100% as scary as as what I saw in Texas. Because I knew a human being was shooting at me. I knew somebody was doing that. I don't know what this was. I don't know what this person or thing or or whatever was. So again, I went off the road and I recovered. I went back on the road and I started hauling ass. And this whole time I'm yelling, and I'm screaming, and I'm crying, and I'm hollering, and I'm punching myself, like in my legs, and in my face, in my chest, because I didn't know how else to react. I wanted it to remind myself that I was alive. Like I'm not in another dimension, or I'm not in hell, or I'm not I'm not somewhere else. I'm here. I'm alive. I can feel pain. But what did I see? What what was that? Why am I seeing this? And I've never felt that fear. I don't fear anything. I mean, I don't. I don't fear man. I don't fear. I don't got no. fear. I got no fear of the dark. Okay, heights. If you know me personally, fuck heights. I don't. I don't fuck with heights. I don't do heights. But I've never, like, if I had to go to the bathroom, I probably would have shit myself. I mean that's how that's how scary scary it was. Not because I felt that thing was gonna hurt me, but just because I just didn't have an explanation. You know, I just there's no explanation for it. There's no logic, there's no reason for that thing to be there, that person. I'm sorry if I keep calling it a thing or person, because to this day I don't know what it is. So I drive, I keep driving. I got to my house. And my post-housing in Fort Hood, I turned on the lights and, oh, sorry, let me me backtrack a little bit. So maybe around three to five minutes after that, cars started coming like, you know, the opposite way. And then cars started coming behind me again. So it almost felt like an episode of the Twilight Zone when you go to like a a different dimension and you come back. So it kind of felt like that. So I'm like, okay, so the car behind me is cool. They're not tripping out. They're not, it's just like, whatever. I look, I look their way and they look normal, like nothing. So am I the only person that saw this? Like, again, I started myself asking myself questions. I, I already calmed down. Once I started seeing other cars coming. I kind of calmed down a little bit, but I was still freaked the fuck out. I was still like, like insanely scared. So I get to my my house. I turned on all the lights. I turned the TV on. And I ain't called my I ain't call my wife. I cause I, I couldn't even go to sleep. I was, I stayed awake and I went to work. And then when I got off work, I, I called my ex-wife. I'm sorry, I was tired. And I, I never told her. actually to this day I don't think I ever told her the story. Um and that was it. I let it I let it go. I didn't look into it. This is like pre-internet day, so there's no way for me to research any of that shit. I never took that road again because I, I said, fuck it, I'll deal with traffic or whatever. I never explained to my wife why I never wanted to go through that road again. I just said, we're not going to take that road. And I forgot about it. And occasionally I will think about it when I hear lady in White's story or whatever. Um, I was talking to a person and... One of my friends, this is years after, maybe about 10 years after this happened. And one of my friends' mom, she was into like santeria and all that stuff. And she heard the story and she wanted to talk to me. And I just told him, look, bro, I really don't want to talk to her about this. No, no, let's just let her talk to you about it. So we were talking and she told me like her version of what it was. She told me it was like a spirit Or an angel trying to keep me awake. Because I am not lying to you. If I wouldn't have seen this person, I probably would have definitely gone off the road and flipped my car or died or whatever. So that kind of gave me a lot of relief and hope. Like, yeah, okay, I'm just going to scratch it off as an angel or something like that. But me not believing in anything. It, it made me not really take it seriously. It's like, okay, well you tell me it's an angel, but I don't believe in angels. She's like, yeah, but you saw one. Yeah, but still, I, I was being hard-headed. I wasn't being open-minded. I, I just like, I just didn't wanna talk about it. I just didn't wanna deal with it or, or whatnot. So not long ago, I, ha- I had told my son the story, but I didn't really go too much into detail. I don't think I ever told him I punched myself in the face and the chest and the legs, (laughs) but I did. Um, But he remembered the story and he sent me some articles about the the devil's backbone in Texas and the highways that it incorporates. And sure enough, one of them was considered Highway 281. The story goes that there is a lady out there and I believe they're Mexican. These are. And the story was the lady was killed by her husband. Like her husband killed her like in hunger. You know, hunger hung her by a tree. She was hanged or hung or whatever you want to call it. Hanged, I guess. In a tree. And ever since then, she is out there looking for her husband. Right? So maybe that was it. Maybe that was her spirit. So, you know... If if you're like me, you know a non-believer, something like this is not gonna really change your mind as to oh my god there is a god oh my god there is Jesus oh there's this there's that. It just kind of opened my mind to believe that there there is energy. Our our energy goes somewhere. I've 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 held people as they're dying, working in the emergency room, being a medic, in the military, being in combat, having people literally just die in your hands, holding somebody's hand or holding their head and you just see all their spirit go, their energy go. It goes somewhere, man. That's the only thing I really truly believe that that energy has to go somewhere. All the love that you had goes somewhere. All the hate that you had goes somewhere. And maybe people that die and violent, hateful circumstances stick around because maybe they still believe they have a purpose. They're not ready to let go.
2: And I believe in that because I've seen it. And it's really fucking horrifying <laughs> when you see something like you cannot put any logic to. It's, you know, I,
1: I think about it, and it it's just really, it, it really takes me to a place that I, I hate to go, but I, I want to revisit it just because I want to maybe understand it more. Now that I'm getting older, and maybe my energy is going to go somewhere else pretty soon, I would really like to understand and and find out what's going on because. It was pretty horrifying. Well, I'm going to keep it short again. That's going to be another short short, uh, short podcast just because I'm going to put up another one in about three or four days. If you guys have any scary stories or anything, you guys seen anything like that, just hit me up. Let me know. Um, if you guys have any ideas for the show or you guys want me to interview anybody or you guys think I suck, <laughs> just, I don't care. Let me know. Just, yeah, I, I like feedback. My email is pretty easy. It's just alfonso at com. That's the email. Um, I have a couple of interviews coming up. I'm not going to say who they are because every time I say it, I jinx it. That's a hint. <clears throat> but um, so far I've been getting a lot of good response from the podcast. I appreciate it. Uh, when you get almost 3000 uh, listeners or downloads or. Shit like that. It, it makes me happy. And you know, I really appreciate you guys are giving me your time. That's fine. I'm going to try to give you these eight fucking thousand hour podcasts like some people do. You know, sometimes I'm going to give you an hour one. Sometimes I'm going to give you like a half hour one. doesn't matter. So, <clears throat> and again, thank you guys for listening. If you guys have any podcast ideas, hit me up at Uh Follow the Instagram, the chorizo podcast on instagram.com. On Instagram or buy your Girls Official on Instagram. That's pretty much the only social media I use. Twitter. Just Barrio Girls. Or I thank you for listening. And um,
2: thank you for listening to my story today.